I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier in the army. I'm a Hi, this is Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 14 of The Life of David Brainerd by Jonathan Edwards. November 3rd. Spent this day in secret fasting and prayer from morning till night. Early in the morning, I had some small degree of assistance in prayer. Afterward, read the story of Elijah the prophet, 1 Kings 17th, 18th, and 19th chapters, and also 2 Kings, 2nd and 4th chapters. My soul was much moved, observing the faith, zeal, and power of that holy man, how he wrestled with God in prayer, etc., My soul then cried with Elisha, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? Oh, I longed for more faith. My soul breathed after God and pleaded with him that a double portion of that spirit, which was given to Elijah, might rest on me. And that which was divinely refreshing and strengthening to my soul was, I saw that God is the same that he was in the days of Elijah. Was enabled to wrestle with God by prayer in a more affectionate, fervent, humble, intense, and importunate manner than I have for many months past. Nothing seemed too hard for God to perform, nothing too great for me to hope for from him. I had for many months entirely lost all hope of being made instrumental of doing any special service for God in the world. It has appeared entirely impossible that one so vile should be thus employed for God. But at this time, God was pleased to revive this hope. Afterward, read from the third chapter of Exodus to the 20th and saw more of the glory and majesty of God discovered in those chapters than ever I had seen before, frequently in the meantime, falling on my knees and crying to God for the faith of Moses and for a manifestation of the divine glory. Especially the third, fourth, and part of the 14th and 15th chapters were unspeakably sweet to my soul. My soul blessed God that he had shown himself so gracious to his servants of old. The 15th chapter seemed to be the very language which my soul uttered to God in the season of my first spiritual comfort when I had just got through the Red Sea by a way that I had no expectation of. Oh, how my soul then rejoiced in God. And now those things came fresh and lively to my mind. Now my soul blessed God afresh that he had opened that unthought of way to deliver me from the fear of the Egyptians when I almost despaired of life. Afterward, read the story of Abraham's 
pilgrimage in the land of Canaan. My soul was melted in observing his faith, how he leaned on God, how he communed with God, and what a stranger he was here in the world. After that, read the story of Joseph's sufferings and God's goodness to him. Blessed God for these examples of faith and patience. My soul was ardent in prayer, was enabled to wrestle ardently for myself, for Christian friends, and for the church of God, and felt more desire to see the power of God in the conversion of souls than I have done for a long season. Blessed be God for this season of fasting and prayer. May his goodness always abide with me and draw my soul to him. November 10. Spent this day in fasting and prayer alone. In the morning was very dull and lifeless, melancholy and discouraged. But after some time, while reading 2 Kings 19, my soul was moved and affected, especially reading verse 14 and onward. I saw there was no other way for the afflicted children of God to take but to go to God with all their sorrows. Hezekiah, in his great distress, went and spread his complaint before the Lord. I was then enabled to see the mighty power of God and my extreme need of that power and to cry to him affectionately and ardently for his power and grace to be exercised toward me. Afterward, read the story of David's trials and observed the course he took under them, how he strengthened his hands in God, whereby my soul was carried out after God and able to cry to him and rely upon him and felt strong in the Lord. Was afterward refreshed observing the blessed temper that was wrought in David by his trials. All bitterness and desire of revenge seemed wholly taken away, so that he mourned for the death of his enemies. 2 Samuel 1.17 and 4.9-12 Was enabled to bless God that he had given me something of this divine temper, that my soul freely forgives and heartily loves my enemies. November 29. Began to study the Indian tongue with Mr. Sargent at Stockbridge. Footnote. The commissioners who employed him had directed him to spend much time this winter with Mr. Sargent to learn the language of the Indians, which necessitated him very often to ride backward and forward 20 miles through the uninhabited woods between Stockbridge and Kanamik, which many times exposed him to extreme hardship in the severe seasons of the winter. Was perplexed for want of more retirement. I love to live alone in my own little college, cottage where I can spend much time in prayer etc. December 22. 
spent this day alone in fasting and prayer and reading in God's word the exercises and deliverances of his children. Had, I trust, some exercise of faith and realizing apprehension of divine power, grace, and holiness, and also of the unchangeableness of God, that he is the same as when he delivered his saints of old out of great tribulation. My soul was sundry times in prayer enlarged for God's church and people. Oh, that Zion might become the joy of the whole earth. It is better to wait upon God with patience than to put confidence in anything in this lower world. My soul, wait thou on the Lord, for from him comes thy salvation. Lord's Day, January 1st, 1744. In the morning, had some small degree of assistance in prayer, saw myself so vile and unworthy that I could not look my people in the face when I came to preach. Oh, my meanness, folly, ignorance, and inward pollution. In the evening, had a little assistance in prayer so that the duty was delightful rather than burdensome. Reflected on the goodness of God to me in the past year, etc. Of a truth, God has been kind and gracious to me, though he has caused me to pass through many sorrows. He has provided for me bountifully so that I have been enabled in about 15 months past to dispose to charitable uses about a hundred pounds New England money that I can now remember. Blessed be the Lord that has so far used me as his steward to distribute a portion of his goods. May I always remember that all I have comes from God. Blessed be the Lord that has carried me through all the toils, fatigues, and hardships of the year past, as well as the spiritual sorrows and conflicts that have attended it. Oh, that I could begin this year with God and spend the whole of it to his glory, either in life or death. January 3rd, was employed much of the day in writing and spent some time in other necessary employment, but my time passes away so swiftly that I am astonished when I reflect on it and see how little I do. My state of solitude does not make the hours hang heavy upon my hands. Oh, what reason of thankfulness have I on account of this retirement? I find that I do not, and it seems I cannot, lead a Christian life when I am abroad and cannot spend time in devotion, Christian conversation, and serious meditation as I should do. Those weeks that I am obliged now to be from home in order to learn the Indian tongue are mostly spent in perplexity and barrenness, 
without much sweet relish of divine things. And I feel myself a stranger at the throne of grace for want of more frequent and continued retirement. When I return home and give myself to meditation, prayer, and fasting, a new scene opens to my mind and my soul longs for mortification, self-denial, humility, and divorcement from all things of the world. This evening, my heart was somewhat warm and fervent in prayer and meditation, so that I was loath to indulge sleep. Continued in those duties till about midnight. January 6. Feeling my extreme weakness and want of grace, the pollution of my soul and danger of temptations on every side, I set apart this day for fasting and prayer, neither eating nor drinking from evening to evening, beseeching God to have mercy on me. My soul intensely longed that the dreadful spots and stains of sin might be washed away from it. Saw something of the power and all-sufficiency of God. My soul seemed to rest on his power and grace, longed for resignation to his will and mortification to all things here below. My mind was greatly fixed on divine things. My resolutions for a life of mortification, continual watchfulness, self-denial, seriousness, and devotion were strong and fixed. My desires ardent and intense, my conscience tender, and afraid of every appearance of evil. My soul grieved with reflection on past levity and want of resolution for God. I solemnly renewed my dedication of myself to God and longed for grace to enable me always to keep covenant with him. Time appeared very short, eternity near. And a great name, either in or after life, together with all earthly pleasures and profits, but an empty bubble, a deluding dream. This concludes episode 14 of Jonathan Edwards, The Life of David Brainerd.